0: Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the Jacksonville Jaguars and their quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Yes, they lost. They fell to 0-4 on Thursday Night Football. But some positive signs as Trevor Lawrence may have turned a corner in this game. Sam, he looked much more comfortable than he did in the in the first three weeks. Uh, showed off the big time throws that you know he's always had, always had in his arsenal. Has been showing this entire season, but certainly the most encouraging game. Uh, of Trevor Lawrence's young career. And I think uh, a positive for the Jaguars moving forward. Yeah,
1: huge positive. This was a lot closer to the Trevor Lawrence, I think, that everybody expected to see this season. And by that, I mean, like, it still wasn't perfect. He was still late on a couple of throws, particularly early in the game. Um, Troy Aikman even, even called that out and, and used that word late. And that's been really the hallmark of his season so far, as he's just behind the entire process but then things started to seem started to click for him and he was still under pressure a decent amount about a third of his snaps but suddenly he started making those throws and he's made a few of them in the previous games but critically like didn't make the terrible mistake in this game and he's been doing that two or three times every other game so that has to be a massive step forward obviously he also did some work on the ground as well took off and really the most impressive part about his game early was the the work he was doing with his legs but I mean, if we get this Trevor Lawrence for the rest of the season, I think the Jags are, I mean, they're happy. They're really happy.
0: Yeah, he looked shifty on the ground. A couple, you know, when he when he was at Clemson, he would he would keep the ball quite often uh, on the zone read. And he's got pretty decent straight line speed. So uh, like almost every quarterback entering the NFL these days, there's at least some run game element to trevor lawrence's game but the agility was was pretty good got into the end zone with a really nice run and and picked up a a key third down as well um and then of course as i mentioned the special throws that trevor lawrence has he had the one rolling to his right he back shoulders it to lavisca Chenault about 40 yards plus down the field uh and that connection with lavisca Chenault was really on in this game that was his go-to guy and now with dj chark injured got uh got carted off that's going to be a key one And then the other throw to Jamal Agnew, special teams star. Um, But again, this is like the throw that we've seen once a week from Lawrence. It was in between two defenders. It was to the smallest of windows, needed velocity, needed precision, and it got there. Um, Quarterbacks, I think we focus too much on the special for a position where you you really have to be good 30 to 40 times a game. It's not about two throws. Um, But again, when you have those throws in your bag, like Lawrence continues to show, uh, if you clean up the rest of the stuff, you know it's it's such an asset because
1: you can you can flip the field, Sam, as you, you know as I like to say. Yeah, that pass to Agnew was spectacular. Um, yeah, look, the special throws have never been in question for Trevor Lawrence. the The big thing for him, certainly so far in the NFL, has been can you just stop doing ridiculously terrible things like throwing the ball straight to defenders or heaving it in the general direction of receivers with no real rhyme or reason to where they're going. He didn't do that in this game. In fact, he actually like pulled down a couple of passes that would have been ill advice. So, like this, I think you have to you have to come to the conclusion that it did demonstrate some growth. Now, look, it's it's one game, and we have three games of him just heaving the ball to defenders with multiple turnover worthy plays every single game. But this was a big departure from that. And if we get this version of him all the way through the season, you have to feel much, much more much more confident about what he'll be going forward
0: i I mentioned on the the main pff nfl podcast as we previewed the week four action i said look i think there'll be a point where the light just kind of goes on for trevor lawrence and i don't want to oversimplify this it doesn't mean he'll never have a bad game again but is that is this that point where he just said okay you you go on the road you look more comfortable you avoid the disastrous mistakes again it's not like he'll never play a bad game but i think there were points in the first three weeks where he looked a little overwhelmed and out of sorts and um, I, you, you just didn't see that in this particular game so i like to think maybe the switch was flipped and you know we'll, this is the, like you said i think the way you described it it's not perfect but it's the trevor lawrence we expected to see and maybe we'll, we'll lose some of those passing grades that are in the 30s and 40s that we saw those first three weeks
1: well, so that's the thing is that when you bring up that word late again if that is the root cause of all of his struggles so far in the nfl it's something that you would expect to slowly disappear because that cliche that you always hear about the game slowing down for quarterbacks um, or slowing down for young players in the nfl like that's what that is obviously the game isn't slowing down what's happening is that your processing is speeding up and you feel like you're the same pace as everybody else again so if he's consistently late and that starts to happen that change within him starts to occur and the game begins to slow down for him all of a sudden he gets back on time and that solves most of his problems right coming into this game he had the highest percentage of uncatchable inaccurate passes in the nfl actually the second highest percentage the or the highest percentage was justin fields just because of this past weekend where you know everything was a train wreck but if we move justin fields to the side for a moment lawrence is the worst in the nfl but it's not because he's just you know, forgotten how to throw a football to a target, it's because he's late. And by, that means right. that by the time the ball arrives, there's defenders in the way or the window is gone. And that's the issue. So if all of that starts to change, he starts to speed up, he starts to be throw with anticipation and be early or on time with those throws, all of a sudden the accuracy improves, the turnover where the plays disappear. You know, he gets back to where we expected him to be. You know, he was
0: always playing on
1: time, DraftKings Sportsbook Again, you ready for week
0: four DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They're ready to kick off another action-packed week. DraftKings is going to give you all new customers $150 instantly when you bet $1 in any football game. Listen up, you don't want to miss it. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any week four game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook's not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. It's promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner. Of the NFL must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana one 800 9 WITH IT. The interesting thing about Trevor Lawrence, you know, in my notes watching him at Clemson, I thought he got into trouble when he sped up too much. There were times, quick game and short stuff, his footwork was sped up and. He went too fast and now it seems like things have just been going too slow and again you as you said i think I, I think you'll expect that to slow down a little bit and we'll see him in sync a little bit more my question now is is, is the supporting cast going to be a hindrance right if we're going to say the same thing for justin fields or zach wilson is the supporting cast going to be a hindrance for trevor lawrence dj chark hurt chenault looks pretty good marvin jones is a good complimentary piece at wide receiver i think bringing dan arnold in at tight end will be a nice piece nothing's great it's i think it's a decent group of playmakers but the offensive line um still not really in good shape two things that need to happen
1: in terms of receiving help for for trevor lawrence i do think dan arnold will be an important part of that we saw that in this game like he already is like the second highest receiver in the jags after being there in 20 minutes Um, (laughs) right I
0: like that fit I really do. yeah so
1: that'll definitely help like he's a viable option as a receiving tight end Um, if DJ Chark is down for an extended period of time it's time to find out if LaVisca Chenault can be more than the gimmick wide receiver They, they seem to want him to be you know, the bubble screen guy, the short yard after catch guy. We saw in this game that he can go deep and take the top off of defense. He's got the ball skills. He's got the speed. He's got the ability to do it. That was like the eighth time in his career they'd thrown him a 20 plus yard pass. Like maybe dial it up a bit more. Like why, why is he incapable of doing that? There's nothing in his game that says he is. So let's find out. Let's make him your number one for the rest of the season um, and figure out if he can be that guy or if that's your next target when it comes to draft time and then the other thing when Travis Etienne finally gets healthy like James Robinson is a really good running back and taking any carries off him is a waste of everybody's time and effort turn Travis Etienne into that hybrid weapon you were talking about making him in the preseason take that off Chenault's plate turn Chenault into the number one receiver and now you actually have a, an imposing looking receiving group. And maybe at the end of all that, you do come to the conclusion that, hey, look, guys, this isn't good enough. We're going to need a number one true, legit wide receiver. But at least you know, like now if you continue as is, you're just setting everybody up to fail
0: i don't always like agreeing with you sam but i, I like where your head's at in this I'm, I'm totally with you on chenault i mean even you know he caught a little five yard hitch broke a tackle turned it into a first down on one play he's got that type of use his yards after the catch ability not on the trickeration but i ah, use that word again oh no not on the trick plays the trickery sorry trickery uh don't use it on those plays use it on the regular receiver route tree because LaViska chennault i think he has number two potential but maybe he can be that true number one so i like it i like where your head's at with that so trevor lawrence looking comfortable looking better supporting cast we'll see how it goes the rest of the year but encouraging sign for the jaguars even in defeat it's the pff nfl daily